Here in the city there's a block of flats with a beautiful garden outside. Underneath a pot near the apple tree, that's where I hide. It's me, Shelley, the tortoise, and I believe in you. I'm here to help make you all a little bit more can do. Can do kids, they are strong, face their problems head on. Can do kids can make things happen. But with a yes attitude and a tortoise who's shrewd. Can do kids, the sky's the limit. Hello and welcome to this, our shiny new podcast. A storytelling podcast for kids. And anyone who wants to listen, really. Why did we write a podcast, I hear you ask? Oh, I can't hear anyone asking. Hello, anyone out there? Anyone listening? Anyone want to know why we wrote this podcast? Yes, of course, they're listening. Well, we're here today to tell stories for kids that include the kind of issues that we see in our own kids' lives or that we faced when we were kids ourselves. Yes, we are a pair of mothers and friends and we love doing voices. Silly voices. Loud voices. Quiet voices. Squeaky voices. Robot voices. Yes, all kinds of voices. We love talking and telling stories, so we thought it would be interesting to write some stories ourselves. We've written comedy sketches, so you might find these stories funny. But the subjects are serious, so you might find them thought-provoking. Or comforting. Or a bit strange. Or extremely sensible. Just like us. Each episode will deal with a different topic. The stories are set in the same place, in a block of flats in the city. And whilst a lot of the characters change, there is one tortoise who appears in all of them. She is called Shelley. We'll be doing the voices. Did we mention we like doing voices? And the singing. She can't help herself. And the sound effects too. (coughs) Not. All of the sound effects, though that was a very good cow giving birth Is sound. Is a door opening, not a cow? Well, I think you should let Reg, our sound technician, take care of that one. <laughs> Just like that. Thanks, Reg. Well, we really hope you enjoy the podcast. And we'll tell all your friends about it. So in today's story, Tina, our character this week, is feeling scared. Oh my gosh, is that a spider? I'm so scared of spiders. Big, scary spiders. They look like little monsters. I know I'm bigger and it doesn't make sense, but I'm so scared. No, Josie, Josie, focus. Tina isn't scared of spiders. Tina is scared of doing her show and tell at school. Oh, of course. She's not sure she has the confidence to get up and talk in front of the people. And and she's feeling quite worried about the task that's been set. So without further ado, let's press play and hear all about how Tina becomes a can-do kid. Tina liked her reception teacher, Mr Harris. He had a smiley face and wore his hair in a long plait that swung low on his back. But this morning she was not happy with him. Mr Harris had just announced that it was Tina's turn to bring in an object for show and tell. Right, settle down. Next week it's Tina's turn to enlighten us with her show and tell. It took place every Tuesday. Tina's heart started thumping loudly. Ba-da-dum, 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 ba-da-dum. 
she forced a smile. Inside, she felt worried. How on earth was she going to stand up in front of her whole class and talk? Oh no, not my turn. At home, she began looking at her cabinet of curiosities, which contained her favourite things. She ran her fingers across some of them. A lobster claw, an amber stone, the skull of a frog, which she had painted gold, a cluster of beautiful, smooth acorns, and finally, a little brown log. How was she going to decide what to talk about? All the other kids seemed to like things she didn't, like spinners and hitters and widgets and gadgets. She couldn't escape the feeling that they thought she was a little bit odd, a little bit different. What could she choose to show and what could she possibly tell? Out of her bedroom window in the communal garden, Tina noticed one of the plant pots moving around. Strange, she thought. But as a natural history enthusiast, she had to take a peek. She raced past her mum. She zoomed past the other flats. She sprinted past the apple tree, her heart pounding, this time with excitement. Ba-da-dum, 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 ba-da-dum. She arrived just in time to see a tortoise appearing from beneath the pot. A tortoise wearing a pair of glasses and a sparkly dinner jacket. A tortoise clambering out of the plant pot, making herself comfortable on the grass. Hello, I'm Shelley. A tortoise who could speak. Tina gasped. <gasps> when she got over the shock and the feeling she must be dreaming, Tina told the wise old tortoise all about the show and tell and how she was feeling. I don't know what to say or do. Shelley listened kindly and without a single word started taking things out of her shell. A process which looked somewhat uncomfortable as the tortoise contorted into various positions, revealing object after object. A saucepan, a giant magnifying glass, a cane and top hat, and a mobile phone with a retro flippy lid. There we go. Ta-da! She stopped and stared at Tina, seeing the objects laid out like this, reminded Tina of her cabinet of curiosities. Follow your heart and talk about something you know. When you have knowledge, your confidence will grow. And just like when a match strikes a box, Tina's mind went zap. Suddenly she remembered her cabinet of curiosities and headed back to that. She bolted past the apple tree. She skipped past all the flats. She speeded past her confused looking mum back into her room. There it is, she said as she lifted the little brown log. That little brown log was poo. Fossilised dinosaur poo. Coprolite to use the exact and scientific name. She held it high in the air. It was one of her most treasured things. It had come from her adventuring Auntie Kylie. Tina, love, I got you a poo. She had found it in Utah in the USA. She smiled at the memory and hugged that poo close. Yeah. She then remembered Shelley waiting outside, hardly pausing to catch her breath. She ran to show her tortoise friend, who was now balanced in a yogic tree pose parallel to the apple tree. Whoa, what the 
is that? It's Copro Light. Shelley was impressed. Her eyes twinkled excitedly and she started tapping her toes as if to a rhythm that only she could hear. Your show and tell, dear Tina, is going to be the best. Listen very carefully, we have no time to rest. You just need confidence and some self-belief in your heart. Now hit my giant gong, my love, and let's make a start. Tina muttered under her breath. What else has she got up there? Shelley asked Tina to tell her why she'd chosen this object. Well, she started, her eyes lighting up. This funny little poo is full of information. It's... It was dug up. It was a vegetable. There were lots of vegetables. It was... It was... You see, it's no good. I can't do it. You can do it. You're a can-do kid. Shelley swirled and in a flash was kitted out in top hat, tails and a pair of green tap shoes. She sang Tina's words back to her with a jazzy melody. I'm going to take you back to the 90s now, Tina, with some R&B. Sing about that special little poo-poo with me. Oh yeah, hit it. This funny little poo-poo is full of information and how I know this dinosaur it lots of vegetation it came from a place called utah very far away and it's back to archaeology that i have it here today Ow! tina had the song and words in no time they sang together okay i'll have a go this funny little poo-poo is full of information and how i know this dinosaur ate lots of vegetation It came from a place called Utah, very far away. And it's thanks to archaeology that I have it here today. Tina, you've got it. Thank you, little poo-poo. It was just what she would have said, what she wanted to say. People who do things well make it look very easy to do. And that's what we're going to achieve for you and your special poo. Practice and practice and practice, my dear, if you want finesse. It's only when you do things many times that you will truly impress. Dried up poo-poo! <laughs> A dinosaur poo! So they practiced it lots of times. They sang it loud and clear and danced around the garden like no one was looking. My, you've got the moves. What did you think of my groove? Um, it was... It was good the way I sashayed across the bench, wasn't it? Did my moves remind you of that peak Judy Dench? What? Adults said the strangest things. What was a Judy Dench? They continued to dance. Animals appeared, watching from behind plants and flowers, and Tina felt like they were joining in, like her own personal chorus line. Finally, Shelley taught Tina all about perspective. She asked her to imagine herself doing the show and tell, handed her the flippy phone and told her to jump onto her shell. Tina flipped the flippy lid, the shell became an engine. They took off, whoosh, into the air. They soared up high and Tina's cheeks wobbled in the wind. She paused and noticed things looked so little down below. From way up in the sky, 
Suddenly she felt powerful and let out a happy sigh. Maybe she could do this show and tell after all. And that there was perspective, changing the way you think or feel about something by changing your view or your attitude. Tina, you're gonna be fine. You understand perspective, which means that it's time. I do feel a bit, um, nervous. Oh, that's normal. Nerves and excitement are close friends. It's hard to say where one begins and the other ends. What do you mean? Froggies, strike up the band. You'll need to lend a helping hand. A band of frogs unexpectedly jumped out of a small pond to the right. Tiny little greeny brown frogs in suits. They carried miniature instruments. All right, mate. Hey, mate. Oh, yeah, yeah, let's go. Oh, yeah, let's go. Quiet and stop calling each other, mate. A disco ball dropped down from a tree and cast its groovy sparkles across the garden. Tina was amazed. Wow! Face the fear. Face the fear and do it anyway. Feel the cheer. If you face the fear you feel today, don't give up. Believe in yourself and what you have to say. Tell that voice to go away. You know the one that says you can't. Your heart is racing and your mind is jumbled. When you try to speak, your words come out all mumbled. You just can't sleep at night. You're full of stress. There are large sweat patches all over your dress. Oh, no. But you can do it. Yes, you can. Wipe that sweat off your hands. You can do it. Yes, you can. Come on, Tina. Oh, yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Oh, yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Come on, Tina, tell them. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Talk about my poo, I can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. A poo-poo specialist, I am. Yes, Don't I can. Yes, I can. Talk Believe about my poo, I can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. A poo-poo specialist, I am. Ah, Tina, you sing about your little poo-poo like an angel. Makes me want to do a big... On Tuesday morning, Tina and Shelley walked to school together. Tina was late. Walking with a tortoise really is quite slow. Oh, I'm trying my hardest. It's Come just on, you Shelley. walking so fast, I'm Tina. Honestly, I can't go any faster than this. I've got a shell on my back, you know. Oh, Come so on. Heavy. At school, when it came time for Tina's talk, she remembered everything Shelley had taught her. She did her show and tell. And guess what? Tina's classmates loved it. They cheered and clapped. Woohoo! And cool. They were amazed by her knowledge and wisdom about this special, ancient poo. At the end of school, Mr Harris gave Tina a gold star and congratulated her. That was far out. Blew my mind. Makes me want to do a big trip to Utah. Tina, with her newfound confidence in public speaking, thanked her friend Shelley with her own little rhyme. Perhaps one day when you are dead. In many, many years' time. Yes, of course. Sorry. <clears throat> a child will find your precious shell and wipe away the grime. I hope that child will ask questions and treasure you also. 
take you into school and teach their friends to know that tortoises are marvellous. They'll watch and be amazed by you and your magic shell in faraway future days. Shelley was so overcome with emotion that she had to take out a box of tissues and some incense from her shell. She gathered herself and said, What we do when we're alive can make a lot of good for future generations. This must be understood. Love and care matter. We must think carefully. Because in time, yes, we too will be history. You, my dear Tina, are a natural paleontologist. Tina smiled. The last bit didn't rhyme, but it didn't matter. The show and tell had gone so well. She couldn't imagine what she'd been so worried about. I guess, she thought, it turned out that she'd had it within her the whole time. With knowledge, confidence and perspective, she'd actually quite enjoyed telling her class about her passion. Tina and Shelley sat next to each other, both thinking their own thoughts, peacefully, in the garden. She did it! She did indeed! Well done, Tina! We hope you enjoyed the story. I wonder if they did. Did you? Are you really there? Are you out there? They are. Oh, yes, have you. you ever overcome a fear like Tina? Did you have it in you all along, just like Tina did? We'd love to hear from you. Yes, please let us know what you thought of Shelley and Tina. Our email address is hello at shellyandthecandokids.com And if you'd like to get creative and bring our story to life with pictures, drawings, poems, maybe even some of your own songs then please get your adults to send them our way maybe we'll share them on our instagram page which is shelly and the can do kids why not give us a follow and tell your friends all about us too we'll be releasing another two episodes next week exploring sibling rivalry and the death of a pet so we hope you'll tune in again oh they're good ones till then goodbye Bye. 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 Bye.